I want to be an Imagineer. Hello and welcome to episode 2 of the Blue Sky Lounge. I am your host, Tyler Ianko. Walt Disney said you can design, create, and build the most wonderful place in the world, but it takes people to make that dream a reality. Now some of those people are Imagineers. And though we think Imagineers have an amazing job, sometimes coming up with those ideas and putting pen to paper can be one of the scariest things to do. Now in order to help his fellow cast members and Imagineers, former Disney president, excuse me, former Walt Disney Imagineering president, Marty Scalar, used to say, there are two ways to look at a blank sheet of paper. It can be one of the most frightening things in the world because you have to make the first mark on it, or it can be the greatest opportunity in the world because you get to make the first mark. You can let your imagination fly in any direction and create a whole new world. Our guest today is a bright young lady who wants to become an Imagineer. Please welcome Chloe Hanley as the first guest on the Blue Sky Lounge. All right, today we have Chloe Hanley with us. Chloe is a close friend of my family's and uh, with her mom and her dad. And she also has a little sister as well. And last year, we both went on a trip to Disney World, right? So when we were on our trip, we were there for a few weeks and we went all around Disney World. It was awesome. We had tons of fun. Chloe, what was the best part about the trip that you enjoyed? Um, I liked on my birthday, we went to that British restaurant and then we watched that water show. The Illuminations fireworks show. That's what you're talking about yeah yeah that was a lot of fun yeah we ate at the rose and crown that day um really good food there and we watched illuminations which like you said it is gone uh soon to be replaced uh with a new show coming up hopefully this year um, um what is your favorite land in disney disneyland disney world wherever what is your favorite area your favorite land your favorite attraction uh, let's go with I that. Would, so let's I would do say in Disneyland, it would be California Adventure because it has more of the intense, like more more intense rides. But if okay. it wasn't there, it would be Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland? In any park. Okay. That's awesome. Um, is it the, the futuristic aspect of it that you like? Or is it the... Um, just the the rides itself or what what is I like it the futuristic atmosphere that it, that is surrounding me i yeah. like the music it it it's mm -hmm. like space and future and stuff like that and i really yeah. like that very cool uh what is your favorite resort to stay at i would say grand californian i just love the like the vibe it gives you yeah like like the California stuff. I love the smell when you walk in. Yeah. And the giant fireplace in that one room. We've only stayed there once, but my sister, she loves to sleep on couches when we go because she doesn't want to share a bed with anyone. Okay. <laughs> so when when we went, it was just me, my mom, and my sister, and it yeah. was perfect because we each got our own bed, and my sister got the pullout bed. Okay. Couch, and she got really happy because there was like a beautiful picture of Bambi on the side that she looked at. Yeah. Oh, I nice. just loved everything about that. Awesome. Very cool. Very, very cool. When we were there as well, we had a breakfast meeting uh, with one of my friends when I was on a Disney college program. 
she and I both worked at the Kilimanjaro Safari attraction together, uh, and she eventually ended up becoming an Imagineer. Uh, so we managed to ask her if she could come for breakfast, and she did, which was awesome. We got to have breakfast with an Imagineer. What was the best part of that? It was it was just fun to talk about stuff that I want to do in the future. That's awesome. So you do want to become an Imagineer in the future? Yes. That's awesome. What, uh, in order to do that, do you, like, are you taking art in school now, or do you want to take art and then, like, are you good at, I'm assuming that you're good at math and sciences kind of thing? Not now, but I am pretty good at science. Grade seven math isn't too good, but other years it was okay. Okay. <laughs> and yeah, um, for, I know a little bit about Imagineering, like robotics, animatronics, engineering, at, yeah. but only from watching YouTube videos, but from, from that, this like escalating to what I know now, YouTube can really help me a lot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if I can't learn like, like real stuff, I can watch YouTube and I still know a lot of stuff. That's awesome. That's cool. Yeah. Very cool. What do you, when you go, because you go with your family to Disneyland a lot as well, do you pay attention to things around you, like the little the things that imagine anywhere, rides, in the parks, in resorts, anything. Do you pay attention to like the little things? Do you notice like, oh, like over there is like a little hidden Mickey inside the carpet or something. Do you notice those things or do you find that you, that uh, you're just kind of in awe by everything? Yeah, I notice them a lot. Yeah. Because I, we we look for a lot of hidden Mickeys that aren't actually supposed to be hidden Mickeys. Yeah. A lot, and especially in the rides, since I'm more fascinated in the rides than mm -hmm. in park, I always look behind me because there's in um, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Okay. When you if like if. All, all around you, there's a bunch of like loud sounds to like help you think that you're like in the ride. Mm -hmm. But if there was no sound, if you stopped right in the city scenario, yeah. and no sound, you can hear Alice in Wonderland right above you because Alice in Wonderland is above you. Really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. All right, cool. And in the Winnie the Pooh ride, when Winnie the Pooh in the Huffalump scene, Winnie the Pooh is on the the hot air balloon and he's mm -hmm. going up and down. That yep. used to be the swing from the bear jamboree thing that's not here anymore. Okay. And if you look behind you when you're entering the Huffalump scene, you can see uh, head pedestals of the narrators from that. Oh, that's cool. Also, yeah, there's little Easter eggs that I always look out for in your That's very cool. That's Those are some of the coolest things, the little kind of hidden Easter eggs. Um, I know that when I go to Disney World or Disneyland, I try and find those as well. It's a, it's a lot of fun to kind of look, search for those. Um, that's very, very cool. So you want to become an Imagineer. What, and you were saying that you wanted go into like ride at ride uh, development? Is that kind of the path that you want to go on to? <laughs> yeah, and like or just, animatronics. Or just anything at Disney, I would be, I would be fine <laughs> with, but. That's fair. Engineer's my main goal. That's awesome, very cool. 
what do you think is going to be the hardest part for it? School, definitely. Like university, it would take a lot of years to get like an official degree to go into Imagineering. Yeah. But other than that, I feel like if I'm with a group of other people, then Mm -hmm. I would be okay. Awesome. Would you ever want to do like at Disney, they do like the college program or anything like that, where you can spend a semester or a summer or whatever working at Disney. Would you ever want to do that? I would love to do that. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, Like I said, like I did that twice, actually. I did the U.S. college program working at Kilimanjaro Safaris, and then I worked at uh, La Cellier in Epcot for my cultural representative program. So that's definitely a good foot in the door for sure, because you can always get your name into Disney that way. yeah and it's always nice to have those little um networking capabilities uh that is uh can help you reach out to those people to see if they can put in a good word for you too so that's always nice um how did you decide that you wanted to become an imagineer well i like i've i've my family has loved Disney since I, like, before I was born, and I was kind of carried on to that thing. I didn't want to be an Imagineer or anything like that, because one, I didn't know what it was, yeah. and two, I thought it would just be too hard and, yeah. like, complicated. Yeah. So, again, with the YouTube thing, I watched a lot of Disney videos on YouTube, because I didn't know, what, like, how to get questions answered anywhere else, and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's this one specific channel that I watch just covers like every like every secret, every um, hidden Mickey, every animatronic secret, everything like that. Okay. And I I watch them and I just slowly became like really intrigued by the the concept. Yeah. And I just kept watching them and as like every every time I watched them, I just grew had like more knowledge of what it was and I just Mm -hmm. I'm just like I want to be an Imagineer this is super cool that's very awesome what is your favorite um animatronic that Disney's ever had I have not been on this ride yet but yeah resistance and there's a couple scenes where we have an a1000 animatronic which is the newest edition animatronic okay that's only like three of them i'm pretty sure in disney world yeah and it's kylo ren yeah the a1000 is supposed to simulate like an actual person so i find that really cool because it's a robot but it looks exactly like a person that's really cool yeah um when we went to disney world last year we missed Star Wars Galaxy's Edge by this much. That's I think missed it by like two days. That's so funny because um, my mom was trying to like look past the guards to yeah. see what it was like because she was super excited. Yeah. I remember uh, we were standing in Toy Story Land and it was like the day before the official preview started for guests and we were, we got to see like down the path and like see the garbage cans. We're like, oh, it's just like 50 feet away. It's so close. <laughs> Um, that's really awesome. What was your, um, what do you feel is your most favorite ride 
that like you just you every time you go to a park you have to get on this ride um for Disneyland, I would have to say either Guardians of the Galaxy or Radiator Springs Racers. Okay. Radiator Springs Racers is my mom's favorite ride. Yeah. And I just I just love that ride because it, the racing part just makes mm -hmm. it feel really cool because it feels like I'm actually racing in Radiator Springs. Yeah. But Disney World, I since it was only my second time and I couldn't remember the first time I went because I was too young, mm -hmm. I would have to say... Um, Pandora Flight's Passage, the one mm. where you ride the dragon things. Yeah. <laughs> I That would have have to have been my favorite because it, it was super cool. It was yeah. like Soren, but you were like, yeah, it was just amazing. Like water sprayed at you, wind was blown. It just felt like you were there and I mm -hmm. just loved it so much. I got to go on it twice yeah. and it was, it was so fun. Um, okay, so... This podcast is called the Blue Sky Lounge. It's about blue sky thinking, armchair imagineering. If you were an imagineer, what would you want to build at Disneyland, Disney World, wherever? Whether okay. it's a resort, park. I've, I've been telling my friends this all the time, but they don't understand. So as you like, as you know, the 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 Yeti at Disney World has been like broken because of the structure yeah. was, yeah. was misbuilt. Mm -hmm. And stuff, so they're stuck on Plan B, aka Disco Yeti, where they flash lights to give the illusion that it's moving. Yeah. And if I became an Imagineer and the Yeti was still not working, I would try and fix it. Okay. That's, That's awesome. That's thing. Yeah. But if if not, then I don't know. <laughs> don't you don't have any ideas of what you'd want to do? No. No. Okay. Um, that is very cool. I really enjoy that. Um, I don't know if you know this, but um, I, when I was down there working at La Cellier, I took a backstage uh, tour of uh, Expedition Everest with my roommate, Dan. And that is actually where I met my wife, Stevie. So I don't know if you knew, knew that or not. I didn't know that, no. Yeah. Um, we met doing the backstage tour and we got to see the Yeti up close and we got to climb the mountain and see like how the how the track changes to where it goes backwards right at the top. Oh yeah, I love that. So, so the last time I rode that ride, we when we were just sitting there at the top, I was wondering, hey, why are we, why are we sitting here for so long? So I look yeah. back and I just see the track flip and I'm like, yeah. whoa. Yeah. Um, one really interesting fact about that is that that section of track that flips over is the size of a regular size school bus. That's wow. how big it is. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I love the fact that you would want to try and get the Yeti working. Um, I love that ride so much. It's near and dear to my heart. I love it right in the feels. Um, that is very, very, very cool. My next question is, if you couldn't become an Imagineer, but you wanted to work for Disney, what would you want to do? Cast member, like, of any kind. Yeah. I don't care if I'm the janitor. I don't care if I'm making people go into lines. Just yeah. anything. Or That's the Disney cool. store. The Disney store would also work. Yeah. <laughs> That's always a good thing, because we do have Disney stores here uh, in Calgary. We have three of them. Um, it's always a good way to get your foot in the door. Like I said, um, <clears throat> I used to work at the Disney store. So, <laughs> um, it's always a, 
it's always a nice way to get your name into there. And especially if you do want to do that college program or cultural program, um, by always already working for Disney at the Disney store, it's always a good, always a good thing to pad out the resume with. So mm. awesome. All right. My last question for you is what is it about Disney that makes you feel the way you feel about it? Like what, what makes it, what makes you happy about Disney? I just like it because it's magical and it makes you happy when you like watch any movies or anything like that. That's awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much, Chloe, for your time. I really appreciate it. Uh, I hope you keep on listening to the podcast and watching it. Um, we really appreciate your time and, uh, please feel free to email us if you do have any, any, uh, other ideas, or if you want to be a guest again, just let me know and I would be more than happy to have you. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, Chloe. Thank you, Chloe, for being our first guest on the Blue Sky Lounge. But now it's time to hear from you, our viewers and listeners. And because this week's topic was becoming an Imagineer, it was an open topic for you to tell us what you would like to see Disney to do, whether it be in the parks, resorts, cruise line, what have you. Sydney Brooks from Mississauga, Canada suggested, I really think there's room for some National Geographic things to be incorporated near living with the land at Epcot. A cool interactive expansion with global warning and information about the world while showing how new techs are expanding with nature. I'd like someone super cool like David Attenborough to voice part of the part of the attraction, excuse me, and show real life photos and whatnot about the actual Epcot pavilions. So much opportunity for educational information in a Disney fun way. Thank you, Sydney, for your input. I really like it. I love it actually. Uh, as we know, global warming is a huge topic nowadays, not to make this political, but it is a huge topic. Uh, but one of the really cool things that I like about this is not only could you incorporate it somewhere near living with the land, you could incorporate it with living with the land. Uh, you could incorporate it and have National Geographic um, talk about how um, you know hydroponics help with farming and things like that. You could talk about how uh, there are different texts going on uh, to help with um, farming and make sure that greenhouse gas emissions go down. But the other cool thing that I like about this suggestion is not only do you have to put it with the land, but you could also put it with the seas with Nemo and friends and not only have the global effect of what it's like for us here on land, but see what the global effect is for those living under the water because there is pollution going into our oceans, rivers, and streams. So why not have something from National Geographic about the water as well? Just a suggestion. And Susan Dempster Sheesby suggested a couple of options, like a restaurant based on the Manticore's lair from Onward, and another really cool idea that I really liked, called, uh, which was a water park based on the movie of Zootopia. Now, when I first heard about this topic, my brain just kind of took the idea and ran with it. I couldn't stop thinking about it. I thought it was such a cool idea. And the first thing that instantly came to mind was the Mystic Spring Oasis from the movie where Nick and Judy go looking for Emmett Otterton, uh, only to find out that the Mystic Spring Oasis is a naturalist uh, area where animals like to just be out 
in the area with no clothes on. Now, Disney is a little bit more PG, so you would have to make the Disney World or wherever you put it version uh, with bathing suits mandatory, obviously, but you could still run with the theme. You could have uh, one of the areas, or you could even have all the areas based on the neighborhoods of Zootopia. So for instance, with the downtown district, you could have that be the really big slides area. You could have a drop slide similar to Summit Plummet in Blizzard Beach um, come out of one of, the, one of the high skyscrapers. You could have Tundra Town, um, which is like the snowy area in Zootopia, and have toboggan slides where uh, friends can race each other down the toboggan slides or slalom similar to, to that of Blizzard Beach again. Um, in the Rainforest District, you could have uh, a nice kind of tranquil area good for adults um, where you could have a canopy built over because it is a rainforest. So you have the treetop canopy, excuse me, the treetop canopy blocking out the sun uh, and you still have misters coming down trying to keep you nice and cool on those hot days. I envision a lot of adults really liking this area. And another really cool area that I thought of would be Little Rodentia. Now I envision this to be the kiddie pool area where you have like toddlers running around um, and the buildings are about half the size of the toddlers. There's little cars around there and they're just running around, splashing, having a fun old time. Uh, I think these areas would be amazing. I love this idea, Susan. Thank you so much for submitting it. My, like I said, my mind just took off to the races with this one. Well, that's a wrap for this week's show. All of those sparks of imagination were awesome to hear, and I cannot wait to hear what's to come. Join us next week as our friend Alex Beavis joins us to talk about Toontown, but not where you think it might be or might, where you think it might have been. Make sure you share your Blue Sky ideas about what you would like to create in Toontown by emailing us at thebluesky_lounge at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest by searching The Blue Sky Lounge on any of those websites. And make sure you get your thinking caps on for our show in two weeks about Animal Kingdom. We want to hear your ideas of anything you would add or change to that park. Now please note that this podcast is not affiliated with Disney in any way shape or form this is a fan run show featuring fan ideas and art and is not in any way any true representation of what may or may happen in the future in disney uh properties whether it be movies uh film music or theme parks or resorts now thank you so much for taking the time out of your week to come and join us here at the blue sky lounge and just remember think dream, believe, and dare yourself to use your imagination. Who knows what kind of blue sky thinking you can do from your armchair. Thanks. Mm -hmm.